Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast is being heard around the globe and has started this week in Finland, Lithuania, Malaysia, Nambia, and more. Be sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Now, during my last few podcasts, we discussed the bad habits that every prophet must break, one of those being the bad habit of prophetic manipulation. Surprisingly, prophets don't always know they're manipulating people. Sometimes they've not understood or been trained in proper boundaries and end up slipping into prophetic manipulation as a result. They also might know something about a person from God, but then they communicate that knowledge in a way that inappropriately pressures a person in front of a crowd. It can come off manipulative. And another reason prophets might engage in prophetic manipulation is to fulfill their unmet needs. Those needs could be emotional, financial, or even physical needs. And when a prophet becomes frustrated about their needs not being met, they might misuse their God-given gifts to manipulate others into filling the gaps instead of relying on the Lord. Now, if you've ever observed this or experienced this kind of manipulation, you can see how concerning it is and why it needs to be addressed. How then do prophets avoid prophetic manipulation? Again, having good accountability and taking care of their emotional health will put much of this to rest. Prophets are extraordinary individuals with amazing supernatural abilities from God. They just are not above the human condition, which is where prophetic manipulation can creep in. A prophet who is wholehearted and grounded from the inside out will serve the body of Christ powerfully and without an ungodly agenda. They will not manipulate knowingly or even unknowingly. Today's podcast will cover another bad habit that every prophet must break. It's the bad habit of prophetic plagiarism. In other words, copying prophetic words from other prophets or prophetic voices. It happens more often than you think, but I want to discuss why prophets might do that and the spiritual ramifications that impact us all when prophets cross that line. Before we go there, I want to remind you about my newest best-selling book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. This five-star Amazon review came in from Elisha McGill, and he wrote, This book is a game changer for inner healing and deliverance. While reading this book, the Holy Spirit led me through moments of inner healing myself, this book packs a punch. It's insightful. It goes there into those hard places. It's a must read for anyone seeking inner healing and deliverance in their own lives. The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook describes my personal journey of getting my memories back at age 47, a condition known as traumatic dissociative amnesia. I was subjected to highly organized occult and pedophile structures as a child and teenager and literally blocked it all out of my memories just to survive it. When my memories returned, I had to learn about inner healing and deliverance on a very deep level. The good news is God's word is true, and I'm living proof. John 8, 36, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And as you read this book, you will find hope and help to heal from all the damage of your past. You can recover from the very worst. And the Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook is available in paper, 
hardcover, audio, and digital. It ships from the USA and Australia. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the shop tab. Now back to our topic, bad habits that every prophet must break, specifically the bad habit of prophetic plagiarism. There is a tendency for prophets to see or hear the prophetic words of others and to then run with them as if they were their own. The Lord addresses this specifically in Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 30. In the English Standard Version, it reads, So I am against those prophets, announces the Lord. I am against those who steal messages from one another. They claim that the messages came from me. Well, it says it right there. Can it be made any clearer than that? And so the tendency for prophets to copy the prophetic words from other prophets, this is not a new problem. This has been a longstanding problem that prophets need to continuously be instructed about. So let's dig into why a prophet might plagiarize a prophetic word. I read this comment from the late Lauren Sanford who addressed the issue. He said, what happens is that we sometimes hear what other prophets are saying, and it stirs us up emotionally. In that emotional stirring, we build a bit on what was said, adding to it in the rush of emotion, because the emotion carries us forward until the final product is no longer the word that the Lord actually gave. He made a great statement here, and in summary, prophets should not mistake that emotional rush, you know what I'm talking about, that emotional rush they might feel when they've read or heard a prophetic word that resonates with them. To not mistake that emotion as God's green light to repeat it as if he said it to them personally. He didn't say it to them personally. He said it to someone else. And that needs to be distinguished. It needs to be properly sourced if a prophet repeats someone's prophetic word. They need to make the attribution that so-and-so heard this from God rather than putting their own name on it. Prophets might copy a prophetic word in this manner out of ignorance and simply not knowing they stepped into their own emotions instead of the voice of God. They might also plagiarize out of their own insecurities, especially when they don't feel heard or acknowledged for the prophetic words they are receiving. Insecurity can happen when prophets feel like they are not viewed as legitimately as other well-known prophets. I keep saying how prophets are very supernatural individuals, but also have to deal with their own humanity. They have to understand how their uncontained emotions are driving their actions so they can better communicate God's prophetic word with integrity. Copying prophetic words, actually plagiarizing them. This is something that we watched happen with many prophets during the last United States presidential election. One after another, prophets began repeating the prophetic word. Trump will be reelected in 2020. They claimed to have received that word in dreams, in very grandiose visions, through supernatural circumstances, and more. The only problem is that Trump did not become the president. And when it didn't happen as they prophesied, they justified the error of the original prophetic word by saying the election had been stolen. I'm not here to argue whether or not the election was actually stolen. That's not my point. I will say that if all of these prophets spoke out with this much certainty without ever mentioning that it would be stolen, then what they prophesied wasn't the word of the Lord. They copied each other. They presumed a popular rhetoric and probably asserted their own political preferences as well. And there was a lot of pressure to do so. Here is the litmus test that we can't ignore. We read in Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verses 21 and 22 
2. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You shall not be afraid of him. We also want to learn from the prophet Micaiah. In 1 Kings chapter 22, the prophet Micaiah came before the king of Israel and the king of Judah along with 400 other prophets. The 400 prophets, they prophesied a certain victory for these two kings if they went to war against Aram. Micaiah, on the other hand, stood alone to speak what was actually true. The kings didn't listen to Micaiah, actually punished him for his prophetic word, and went along with the 400. They didn't win that battle, however. They lost the battle, and King Ahab was killed. These 400 prophets, what did they do? They copied one another. They plagiarized, whatever you want to call it, because it was politically correct and politically expected. It was way easier to say what people wanted to hear, and especially what these kings wanted to hear. There was also a genuine fear of penalty. You could be imprisoned, even punished with death, for not prophesying what the kings wanted you to prophesy. This is very challenging then because a prophet has to stay true to God's prophetic word, even if it's not popular and even if it brings penalty. And if a prophet is prone to the fear of man, if they are insecure, if their personal economy can be damaged, they might slip into this pattern. They might copy and go with the popular voice rather than the voice of the Lord. Now, this challenges all of us because we like prophets who say what we want them to say. We like hearing the words of blessing and words that comfort us in the way we want to be comforted. We don't always discern the word of the prophets properly, as we saw what happened during the 2020 USA election. I believe that everyone was at fault on that one, those who gave that wrong prophetic word and those who didn't discern it. This is why we've got to go back to the foundations and put things into proper alignment once again. For example, I straight up challenged a few prophets recently for their bad theology, bad boundaries, and for their overall lack of accountability. The lack of character and integrity has hurt us all, and I believe God is passing on the baton of the prophetic movement that held so strong in the USA. Well, he's passing it on to other nations as a result. America will host a new emphasis, probably evangelism with signs and wonders, but the prophetic movement is not going to be the same as it was in the past in the United States. It's going to shift out of the nation and move into new hands and new lands for new stewardship. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to JenniferEvaz.com and hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.